technology and acquisition to citizen services and mission execution. A culture shift is underway with federal government leaders increasingly seeking out solutions that disrupt the way business has traditionally been done. Here we connect with those government and industry leaders driving this change and driving the real results in support of their agency mission. This is Keeping IT Brief. joined by Rita Breen, the Agile and Human-Centered Design Practices Director at National Government Services. Rita, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you for having me. It's, it's great to have these sessions with you. Awesome. So let's get started with how would you define CX and how does National Government Services leverage human-centered design to support federal agencies? Well, those are, that's, that's really a fantastic question. So when I think about the customer experience, I, I really think of that through kind of, of several lenses. And when I think about that, I'm thinking about the customer, like um, in our case, maybe the beneficiary, um, the provider. I'm, I'm thinking about even internally, maybe our, our case reviewers, right? Those nurses who are reviewing cases. You have to really be very dynamic and think about who really is the customer and, and how, how many steps away maybe you are from that customer to really kind of hone in to think about their experience. I think there's another part that says we have to think about our user's experience. So, you know, internally, I could say, you know, people who are, you know, answering the phone for providers, what's their experience like? If I'm thinking about, you know, the 1-800-MEDICARE, I'm thinking about those those folks who are answering beneficiary calls. Are they having an easy time with the tools that they're provided? And so to me, this is like very dynamic, like you really have to think very deep kind of on, you know, when you're going into work with a, a business area or going, being given a problem to solve or to, to brainstorm on, to go deep on, um, you really have to really peel back and say, when we say customer, who do we really mean in this instance? So you can really get close and have that empathy. Because it's only when you understand that, that that you can then turn over and say, okay, so we have these human-centered design methods. Let's now pick the right method that can really target the experience that we're wanting to have. Like, this is all about designing good experiences, good interactions. You want people to walk away and not think, Wow, that was really horrible, or that was really a struggle. And you know, the 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 call center rep had to use multiple tools, and boy, that was really frustrating. I was transferred three times before I got the right answer. Right? You have to really think about you know the experience internally. You have to think about the experience of the person at the end, and then pick the right human-centered design methods to really uncover the pain points, and discover those new opportunities? Great question. Okay, yes. So what is unique about human-centered design in the federal health IT context, and how does it fit into the recent CXEO? I am 
it's so it's interesting. So I've I've spent um, the majority of my career outside of the federal government, um, mainly manufacturing. So um, I think they were building CX, you know, the customer experience into their products long ago because they knew someone could just um, if they didn't really design a washer that fit the need they would um, turn around and just go buy a washer from another company. So there was a lot, a lot of money spent in research and customer experience and, and that, and I, I think as a, as a federal government, we maybe were, we always cared about the customer. No doubt. No doubt. Did we, we've always cared about the beneficiary, the people that we're dealing with. I don't think we spent the energy and the resources to really think about experiences the way that, that other, you know, non-federal organizations do. And so when I think about this, um, the uniqueness in, in the federal spaces, I think we're playing a little bit of catch up because now you have to embed those skills with folks that maybe you know, this could be new. If you spent your whole career in the federal space, you're now introducing new tools and techniques and thoughts and mindset um, that 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 sometimes they struggle to apply because the great thing about human-centered design, it's not just about building a washer. You can use this in building an experience, building a process, building a tool, um, and nothing is separate. So if you look at human-centered design and you look at this in the federal government, where I think it's very unique is it's it's multidimensional. You have to think about improvements or pain points in the process. Then you can think about building the right tool because you can't build a new tool on a broken promise or a broken process, right? So it's very unique because we're not building a washer. We're building an experience. We're building trust, right? Because every time somebody has a good experience with with an interaction with a federal agency, they're building trust. And I think that ties directly into the executive order. It is about building trust. It is about putting the, the person's experience with the federal agencies first. Um, you know, there was a time when people would be like, okay, hurry up and take a phone call, be quick, get them off the phone, right? As fast as possible, right? And now you look at the switch to say, take all the time you need, right? Take the time you need to answer the question. Take the time you need to have empathy and connection. We have shifted. And I think it's very unique because we've shifted and we're not selling a washer. That's kind of nice, right? We're selling like, connection during these really pivotal times in people's lives, whether it's disaster, it's, you know, the need for vaccines during a pandemic when there's tons of uncertainty. It is about, you know, the beneficiary um, and the aging in. My mother-in-law just aged into Medicare and getting her set up and in that process. She's not computer savvy. So that was um, something we did during the pandemic over the phone. Um, and so it's really, it's really different because it's, it's not a tangible thing, but it's something that is so like critical and pivotal, um, in, in this person's life. And so I think that makes us, um, very unique in this space. Okay. So what are the benefits of leveraging human-centered customer for customers and how does an empathetic and understanding approach support that CX strategy? 
So the benefits really of leveraging human-centered design are really around um, fixing those pain points, right? It is about looking for opportunities. In my mind, it's about removing waste. We talk about, you know, removing waste in the federal government. And I think this is a prime opportunity to do do that because using human-centered design, you really take a step back, connect to the people. You have empathy. You walk in their shoes. You say, well, tell me more you know, about what's going. Tell me, how might we solve your problem? There are so many great ways, um, I think, to ask a question. And I think the difference in human-centered design, or at least in my experience and the work we've done, it's really coming closer and, and really leaning in and asking very open, thoughtful questions. I, I think people want to tell you when things aren't going right. And and then you can ask them for solutions and you can solution with them and come back and show them a prototype of and say, this is what we heard you say. And I think the benefit then is partnership, trust. It is about speed. It is about uh getting their problem solved. If you have someone who maybe needs I don't know, we'll use the pandemic, um, the need to get the vaccines, to get test kits out to folks. There's a real medical need there, right? If you're talking about maybe nurses reviewing cases, you're talking about providers calling in for, you know, authorization codes. We're talking about human life. I, I don't know anything um, in my mind more, I don't know, more human that requires more empathy than folks going through maybe tough situations in their life and they're looking to us. They're looking to the federal government for support. And so the real benefit is figuring out a new way, a better way to be there to support the beneficiaries, like to, to support, you know, any, any agency that has folks calling in and folks that need us, right? You can't, you can't ask for, I think, a better, a better place to use human-centered design, and it is truly built on a foundation of empathy and understanding and care and connection. I think to me that that makes the customer experience, right? I don't always have to have the answers. I can't solve all of the problems, but I have found just leaning in and asking questions and listening to answers and just having a conversation really does change things. It can change the way you feel maybe about the federal government, change the way you feel about an agency, maybe change your perspective on what's going on in your life. And I think that is what we're really looking for. That's great. Is there anything else you'd like to add, Rita? No, no, I, I, I just want to really thank you for allowing me to, to have this opportunity. This is a great topic. I, um, excite, am, am excited, um, as the direction that, that this is headed, um, in the federal government and, um, love, love being a part of it. So thank you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for listening. For more episodes, visit www.fedhealthit.com and click the Listen to Fed Health IT for this and the rest of our shows. Or check us out on your favorite podcasting platform.